Hey everybody, welcome back to another Photog Adventures podcast. I'm Aaron King. I'm Brendan Porter. With families and day jobs, we know it's hard to find time to get out there with your camera. So Brendan and I joined together and made the commitment to go out consistently and build up our landscape and astrophotography portfolios. We live in Utah and are lucky to have so many beautiful landscapes all around us. Not only do we have five national parks right here in Utah, but we are only a day or less drive away from 30 other national parks. So we created PhotogAdventures.com, this podcast, and our YouTube channel to chronicle our adventures. Come along with us to amazing places and learn from our mistakes and our successes. We hope that you will get out there too and have a photog adventure of your own. It's episode 134 and man, it's the first episode in a while that has been in the number that we're coming up on next. And yet if you're taking score, keeping track, you're going to see that 134, what happened to 132 and 133? Not only to mention those numbers, but what about all those odd numbers that were the patron-only podcast. Where, where is everything? We're actually going to fix that. We're going to have a lot of that change. And if you're paying attention to the title of this episode, and you already know what this is about, or you've actually noticed it on Facebook, that opener with Brendan and I talking about, hey, I'm Aaron King, I'm Brendan Porter, we're the photog... That is going to be almost over. The older episodes already recorded, they'll have that opener. The patron-only episodes, they have that opener. And so we have episodes coming that will have that opener, but it's really sad to say that the day has come. If you haven't noticed the Facebook post, if you haven't caught on with the title of this episode, Brendan Porter is no longer part of Photog Adventures. Brendan had a crazy family emergency diagnosis of his daughter, who is young and has an autoimmune disease. He hasn't told us much. In fact, the only thing that I really know is what he told everybody on Facebook. He hasn't been available to talk to even me about how things are going. And so we wish him the best. We love him and we wish him the best. And unfortunately, because of this change with his family, he can't be a part of Photog Adventures. He's basically quit his part-time job at Photog Adventures and he needs to focus full-time on his family. And so we're really devastated to see him go. And so we're excited to celebrate Brendan Porter here in this episode. But I want to let you guys know that these things are still coming. So I was kind of rambling about how the opener, that whole opener is going to change. It's going to be just Aaron King's voice in here in the future. Right now, episode 134 is one of the last episodes that will have that in there. And it's sad to see all the changes that will happen to our YouTube channel, our Facebook content, and, you know, just Photog Adventures in general. Now, if you've been following us for the last three years, you know that Photog Adventures is not just Aaron King and Brandon Porter. We have some really awesome people who, mostly behind the scenes, have been helping us. Photog Adventures is not going to have to change all that much. What is going to change is the sound of Brendan's voice chiming in with me. And because I'm really going to miss that, this is probably one of the last episodes where we talk Brendan Porter, hear from him, and have his funny comments. I wanted to highlight Brendan and share with you from the last 133 episodes of the Photog Adventures podcast, highlights from him. Now, let's just say up front, it's really hard to go through 133 episodes and find that perfect highlight. That perfect highlight is out there and you're listening to an hour of a podcast and trying to 
pulls out. And so what I have come away with is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about 16, 17 different highlight clips. Some of my favorite moments, some of the early moments that maybe if you've just jumped on the podcast recently, you've never even heard. And so you're going to have some fun with me listening to Brendan Porter talking about different topics, some funny, some about him needing to be comfortable, some about him the first moment we were camping. So it'll be fun to hear Brendan say these things one more time and celebrate Brendan Porter, who has been fantastic co-host, co-entertainer with Photog Adventures and working with me. And so, hey man, thank you so much for being a part of us. So let's start the highlights off from the very beginning. This isn't a crazy good highlight, but it is the first thing really Brendan ever said on the Photog Adventures podcast. He answered a question of, I'm Brendan Porter, and he said, I have three kids, but he wasn't saying anything except for two words. So here's his first long sentence ever said on Photog Adventures, and this is his explaining what Photog Adventures is going to be. Go ahead, Brendan, and explain exactly what we are and what we're going to do. So Aaron and I have uh, been planning to do some photography together, so we created Photog Adventures and the website photogadventures.com. Um, we will also be on YouTube, and you can check out our videos there and our video podcasts on YouTube through uh, the link that we provide. So we want to chronicle our adventures, and we got some GoPro cameras and I picked up a drone last year, and so with those together, we plan on doing some really cool things and showing the spots that we're going out to, um, some of the places we're going to go. We want to scout, location scout. Every every time we go out, we're going to try to record and chronicle um, the things that we do so you guys can get a feel for um, who we are and how we're doing things, and if you want to learn, we'll, we'll start showing some of those tips and things as well. So that's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. As you guys can all expect, your first time ever talking on a podcast, you're pretty uncomfortable. Even I myself, I sounded uncomfortable and we learned quickly how to get comfortable. And as we started getting more comfortable, we started messing with each other. And some things that you would say on a podcast would come out fumbled. And I was never really one to let them slide. I had a lot of fun with it. And Brendan was really patient with me and enjoyed me teasing him sometimes about what he just said. I use my 100-millimeter macro Canon L-Lens. That's a good compromise. And a doubler. So it's a teleconverter. A doubler? Yeah, a teleconverter that doubles (laughs) a doubler. As they're known in the world, doublers. As most people say it. Um, Not the Dublins, the doublers. (laughs) So this (laughs) two-way... Doubler. I don't know why it came out that way, but you've done it before, a funny, weird word. And so, Brendan, as we're getting used to the podcast and we go through what is nearly a year of it, here's Brendan sounding much more comfortable coming through a Facebook Live and YouTube Live that we did celebrating our one-year mark on March 8th, 2017. No, well, not, not necessarily too much contra, too much work, because I, I honestly thought that um, podcasts would be a lot easier. <laughs> I thought that doing a podcast would just be like, hey, you sit down like a radio show. There's it's just kind of like loose, off the cuff, unrehearsed, you know, and you have topics and stuff. But right. I, I just assumed it'd be more like a radio show. And, um, and, and, and yet when we, we, we had to script ourselves quite a bit at the beginning because now script, you don't mean by all of our words, no, not said. every single word, but we had to outline yeah. and try to remember because it was like, Hey, that was an adventure from a month and a half ago. 
do we remember what that was? And you know, is. we tried to we tried to do it as soon as possible. It just it's but then the content started stacking up so much that we were always like on this like a month delay. <laughs> No, it, it has, it's not easy. It's not easy doing a podcast. It's funny because even right now, as I'm sitting here in a workshop where Brendan hasn't been able to join me on, the plans all changed and everything got crazy, shifted and fell on top of its head. I'm here at the workshop working with people, doing photography and loving it in Escalante, but I'm also trying to squeeze in this podcast so that you guys know about how things are going and that Brendan is out and, uh, you know, all those changes. It's been two weeks since an episode release and I really need to get this out. And so it's not easy doing a podcast, especially the consistency. I know many people, okay, I know that there's a handful of you who have given us, you know, comments like, oh, you know, it feels like you guys don't release podcasts every week now. And it's not as easy as it looks sometimes. And also sometimes it's just, we have it so close. And then there's so many priorities that pull over and, and then we leave and I'm not near a computer and we're gone for a month over in Faroe Islands, which, you know, that's a... You know, I'm sure you're feeling really sad for me. You're sad for us right now that we went through that hardship of we couldn't release an episode because we went to Faroe Islands. Oh, poor baby. Yes, it was awesome going to Faroe Islands. And so, yeah, sometimes it's just fun things that keep us away from being able to sit down at our desk and edit a three to four hour podcast. But it's a blast. And that's why when I'm saying these things with Brendan and featuring him, I'm excited for the future, but I'm sad to see him go. The podcast isn't dead. Photog Adventure exists, and I'm going to have a blast with co-hosts, keeping things fun, having someone to mess around with. It's going to be a blast going forward, but I'm always going to miss these moments and these adventure moments because this is something, this next story, it's not something that I'm going to have happen on my own on these adventures. When I go out and do a really new cool place and I come back, all I'll really talk about is that, you know, here's what happened, here's what went well, and blah, blah, blah. But there's not going to be a moment like this that I can talk about because I never saw it coming and I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I want to tell the story of one of my first camping experiences with Brendan. Mm. We didn't come ready for as cold as it got. At least Brendan didn't have extra pair of uh, underneath his pants tights that he could wear. And I had an extra pair. And I'm like, here, you can wear these. And these little gray tights he wore. We climbed in our sleeping bags. It was your wife's yoga pants, right? <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes, it was female pants. Yeah. But, but I was cold. I, I put them on. <laughs> and you looked great. And that's where my story's going is because we were sleeping in this tent and we were sleeping from, what, 5.30 in the morning until 10. So yeah. you know how hot it gets in a tent in the morning when you're camping. Once that sun has oh, risen, it's beating down on your brutal. summertime campsite. Yeah. Oh, it's so hot. So Brendan got too hot, got out of the sleeping bag, and fell asleep on the outside of it. So by the time I finally opened my eyes, ah, oh, Notch Peak is great. I look over, <laughs> I look over at Brendan and right in my face are his two butt cheeks as he has these gray tights on him. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, good morning. Last thing you want to see. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to roll over my sleeping bag and see two humps. You should have just took a picture and sent it to my wife and be like, here's what you're missing. You think I wanted that on my phone? <laughs> Someone casually going through my phone. Hey, what are these? Oh, uh, yeah, she's hot, right? <laughs> Change the picture. <laughs> uh, so Brendan looks great in gray tights. And um, whatever you do, sleep the other direction. Don't look towards him in the morning. Yeah, save your eyesight. Don't blind yourself. <laughs> oh, man. 
don't put a dude in a in a tent with you in a small tent in very tight form-fitting pants especially if that dude isn't afraid to get out of his sleeping bag and lay face down right next to your head <laughs> so yeah i'm not going to have adventures like this and experiences that are just funny to talk about without brendan so it's going to be a huge bummer not having him and so there'll be people who i'm going to go out with to try and keep having these kind of fun adventures things that you don't expect to happen the workshops will be a source for a lot of them but you know it really is going to be a different dynamic without him it's gonna we're gonna miss brendan brendan sometimes was a funny commenter his color commentary, basically, as we go through talking about how things went, very often he would turn it about, so what went well? Well, it was comfortable. I wasn't cold. Well, what didn't go well? I was really cold. We're, we're talking photography here, man. Uh, what about something else besides how comfortable you possibly were? And so very often, Brendan would say something about how cold he was or how it hurt him when he did something instead of talking about photography. In this first example, it actually starts with a funny story of Brendan introducing how we came together with Bryony Richards, Dr. Bryony Richards, that awesome astrophotographer we interviewed in 2017. And <laughs> it gets into the part where he talks about being cold, but it's just a fun story all throughout. That's how it was. I mean, that's how our first experience was because we've been related by through marriage for like 13 years. We're not married to each not other. <laughs> The way he phrased that sounded interesting. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let me rephrase that then. Yeah, please. But I'm keeping it in the yeah. podcast with classes. <laughs> <This is> awesome. <laughs> so I saw pictures of Aaron at my wedding. Didn't even realize he was at my wedding until we started hanging out and taking pictures. And it was at that moment when we were freezing our buns off at Strawberry Reservoir. It was 10 degrees outside. And I left the car running the entire time so we could hop back in a moment and get warm. Cowards. And uh, I think I almost got frostbite on my toes. Like they were just literally it. freezing. <laughs> <laughs> and when it's not about being cold, it's about whether or not he's sleeping well. What time do we finally get there? It was late. I don't even know, like one o'clock maybe. You it were kind like of really out of it. You got a little energized at first and you wanted to go hike to the middle. And I'm like, no, 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 let's make our tent. Yeah, I was like, sand dunes, let's go check it out. <laughs> I was actually looking for a soft place to sleep. <laughs> and we ended up sleeping in the sand still, but it wasn't as soft as I was hoping it would be. I wanted a really soft, I wanted powder soft bed to sleep on for yeah, once. Because the night before rained. was horrible sleeping on a concrete slab. Oh, That's right. A story at the from a previous, lot? yeah, story from our <laughs> previous podcast. So my hips were already bruised from because I'm a side sleeper. So my skinny little hips were already bruised from the stinking concrete, and I wanted soft sand to sleep on. And we didn't really get that because I mean it was a little better. It actually did like that. They did find like a dip I could like kind of get into, but it it was still pretty hard. Bring something to sleep on. Is my only <laughs> we were at a, tip we on were that. at a sandy area. I just think it was because a lot of rain had fallen there. That's why I kind of want to go to a higher, like, dune-ish type thing to sleep on. But we just didn't, I don't know. We just didn't do it. So, And I had bruised hips, whatever. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> so I'm better now. Oh, brother. I mean, 
sometimes I'm trying to pull out, okay, you know, photographically, what advice do we have to give people? And we're talking about whether or not a sand dune is going to provide a good pillowy back for him as he sleeps. Before we go into the first break of the podcast, we're going to end it on a little serious note. As Brennan talks about, now that he's done this, Photog Adventures with me and and refocused his his position on growing his portfolio, what did he learn? What has he really learned doing this? What I learned mostly in 2016 was just getting out there. Like I had my cameras and I'd go take pictures of like snowflakes and my flowers and stuff. And I was very comfortable taking pictures at home. But then after a while, I've lived there for like 12 years. So after so many 12 (laughs) springs, you're just like, I don't want to shoot my flowers anymore. I already got these pictures and some of them are fantastic. I can't get better anyways. Now what do I do? And so when you came to me and said, hey, I'm going to go out and do some shooting the Milky Way. It's going to be 10 degrees at night, but hey, let's go do it. And I was like, hey, okay, I'm I'm game for that. And so My eyes went wide when you said that you were game for that. I was like, really? Someone else is willing to do that? Yeah, because because for me, I had never done it before. So (laughs) as we had mentioned maybe in our previous podcasts or maybe in previous videos that um, for me, that was the first time I ever got a Milky Way shot. And I never, ever took the time and effort to really learn about how to shoot the Milky Way. I was always impressed and always wondered how these people were getting these shots. So for me to get out there and do it and have my own results was fantastic. I couldn't believe it. So I was sold. At that point, I was just like, hey, if we're going to do this anymore, I'm totally game. Let's, let's go out as often as we can. This is awesome. For me, it was just learning that it's okay for me to go out. My kids are asleep. We're going to go out and do night shooting. It's perfect. And so let's just get together and do it. And just, I think having someone else to do it was really yep, huge. what I was going to say. For me doing it my own, I probably would have never have done it. And so just knowing that I could just tag along with you and go and just learn what you're doing and kind of just copy along and take cool shots too, I was, pff, it was awesome. So, <laughs> And in that same conversation, it came up about a lens that we got thanks to Royce Bear. So now we've got, now we both have the Tamron 15 to 30s because we ran to Royce. We got totally envious of his gear. Yeah. So we started copying him. Gear envy. We started copying him. So (laughs) (laughs) he had this big monster lens and we're like, what is that thing? It's that gear envy that got me to get a Tamron 15 to 30. I love it. It's also so dang big. It's messed me up on trying to get screw on filters and a lot of things in landscape photography that I can't do it as well. But for Milky Way, man, pulling out that 15 millimeter and shooting, it was a very inexpensive version of the 16 to 35 Canon. It was and has been and continues to be a great lens for me. So let's go ahead and take our first break of the podcast and we'll be right back featuring Brendan Porter quotes and the fun times with Brendan Porter. Hey guys, even with Brendan leaving and with not having two people, I still have a second person helping me out up at the Crater Lake Workshop. We have Kirk Kais. Kirk Kais is a Portland native and he is knows the area really, really well. And he's come out with me the last three years to these locations, Crater Lake, Oregon Coast. If you're thinking about joining us for a Milky Way, our last four night Milky Way course is coming up. Our- Milky Way Workshop is coming up here in Crater Lake, where you can go two nights on the Oregon coast, two nights at Crater Lake, and have an awesome, brilliant time in some of the best skies ever. You can learn more on our YouTube channel. You can check out the live webinar that I put on talking about this area and talking about where we go if you want to decide. But please, hey, come join us. We have four more slots available. Go to photogadventures.com forward slash workshop and check out the Crater Lake Workshops. That's photogadventures.com forward slash workshop. 
Welcome back to the Photog Adventures podcast. We are commiserating that Brendan Porter is gone and going to be out of the podcast in the future. And while I do have some episodes coming up that you'll hear his voice chiming in with interviews and hear him talk about the CP retreat, which is the Create Photography retreat, it's almost over. It's almost over the times that we have this opener that talks about Brendan Porter and Aaron King. That time is coming to an end, and it's sad to see a friend go, but it's fun to celebrate some really funny things that he said over the years, like this one over in Fifth Water Hot Springs. Anyways, back to these three girls that pass us by, and we finally caught up to them. <laughs> and uh, when we got there, there's already a dude that passed us on a fat tire bike. He made it not just all the way up to the trailhead on the he fat tire bike. the entire trail. He went up the trail. The craziest, like, this is where you need a fat tire because it's soft snow most of the places. There's some the icy. steep hill and icy hills on that trail. Yeah, and that dude just chugged his way right up there. That was impressive. He was like Rambo. He thought he was pretty impressive, too. He, thought, he did. He looked pretty confident. He stripped down real fast and jumped in with those girls and just like, I'm here. And the oh, girls man. were like, uh, okay. You got to understand, you? We're it's like at this point, 8 in the morning probably, 8.30. And yeah. the only people who have gotten up there are three girls, us three, and, and then this dude. dude shows up. and he, he came right before us, though. He, I thought he must have been in their group because the way he jumped off that bike, stripped down and leapt into the pool with them, it was like, yeah. sorry I'm late, girls. Here I am. Right. But I could tell by their body, body language. They were just <laughs> like, uh, okay. And just kind of, t- and he was like laying out his full body, <laughs> yeah. like trying to touch him with his toes or something. Yeah, it was weird. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, we're looking at these girls like, man, we're sorry. This dude is just weird and. We're not going to add to that weirdness. So we're just going to keep walking past you. <laughs> that guy was nuts. And it's just, he was ready. He didn't care. He was being him. He was being himself. So it wasn't just more fun to tell a story with another person to have their both their color commentary and your color and just the goofing off with each other. Sometimes he would say something that he shouldn't have said, or he phrases it kind of like the Debler. And this is one of my favorite ones ever that he did while talking to the camera for a YouTube video. Yes. Yeah. You know, I look yeah. at Brendan when you say that because Brendan's not only famous for having said the line that sometimes like there was a really great cactus and then there's a bunch of cacti around me and you really should get out there and get intimate with the cacti <laughs> he was trying to talk about getting an intimate shot but he that's on about, video too it's on video of him yeah. saying that he got intimate with the cactus right, okay. <laughs> but he, your claim to fame i hope not oh man most people have forgotten it only i remember it but oh i remember i remember too okay <laughs> i'm doing so much editing right now that i feel like why don't i just quickly share with you that clip that I'm talking about because it still makes me giggle. Actually, some of my favorites were the ones where I got intimate of with some of the little cactus plants and stuff and after the sun had set. That sounds horrifying. So, <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you wanna do is really get intimate with a cactus. <laughs> I've got some intimate portrait shots of the cactus. How about that, does that sound better? Yeah, less painful. Um, Definitely less painful. (laughs) (laughs) I giggled still today thinking about that. And that was one of our first YouTube videos that maybe a lot of you didn't see out at Lost Dutchman. We finally recorded that scene out in Kolob Canyon to end the Lost Dutchman video. And I don't know if it was a combination of the long drive and being tired, but the way Brendan said that was priceless. (laughs) (laughs) So with our Photog Adventures adventures, people who were following us, it became pretty obvious early on 
that a lot of the fun about following us in Photog Adventures was finding out about our Photog misadventures. Seeing, oh boy, what these two knuckleheads do again. And one of our very first misadventure stories was this one about the drone. It thought it had a nice beeline straight flight mm. towards home. But instead, if you drew a straight line from where it was and where it wanted to go, it was going to tunnel its way through the side of a mountain. Yeah, there's a big rock face in the way. <laughs> so in an effort to quickly try to avoid the rocks, I jumped on the controls. And then they've changed the interface where it's a lot more difficult to cancel the return to home. Which is so dumb. And when you're driving in a car and trying to get out and like, wait, 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 and you're not in control of your environment, it's super hard to do all those things at once. And so the drone just ended up just crashing on the oh, side. I felt so dumb sitting in the, in the driver's seat thinking, I convinced him to do this. And now I'm watching his drone just kamikaze itself into the mountain. And I thought, oh, no, it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of was. But it... It was. You know. Nowhere near as devastating this misadventure as some of our other ones that you guys are quite aware of. But there's one that Brendan did to himself that is a longer story, but it's just a fun story. We're out in North Carolina, and this is one where Brendan had, well, I'll let him tell the story. Well, and me, since I jump in there quite a lot in telling, sharing the story, too. Thanks, Brendan, for being patient with me as I had fun telling that story along with you. Yeah, so I always look for kind of a different angle or a different view. I don't, I don't try not, I try always to do something a little bit different than what everybody else is doing because I like to have a little bit, you know, my pictures want to be a little bit different. That's just usually how it makes you great, man. It makes you good as photography. Yeah, so I don't want the same old shot as everybody else got. So, anyways, um, I was exploring a little bit and just kind of, you know, meandering around, checking things out. And I saw some cool mushrooms. Did that you were growing. Did you take any? I did take some pictures of those. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't I, take any, no. <laughs> okay. I should have. Might have <laughs> helped you. <laughs> Anyways. Might um, have been the cause. He just ended up admitting to it. So uh, I breathed in a lot of those mushroom fumes. Maybe that's what did it. So you <laughs> saw me. You said, hey, come up here to this waterfall. It's pretty cool. So we walked around the waterfall, up the rocks, which I'm normally fine at. Yeah, I'm just like a mountain scale goat, a little rock, know? and it's got a lot of places to handhold and pinch yourself against and kind of wedge your way up. It was great. Yeah, so you did that, and I followed you, and, and so on the way down, you went in front of me, and I had just forgotten the little path to go around this one rock, and then <sighs> slip, and hit by hip, and slid right down <laughs> the side of it. And we're not talking a little. He slipped for 25, 30 feet. It wasn't, was it really that high? It didn't feel At like least, it was that high. When it was you talk about quick. where you landed in the water from where you started. And the water was it a was good It was a gradual slope, but all slippery, wet waterfall slope. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking harsh rocks, smooth rocks, harsh rocks, smooth rocks. It was smooth the whole way, actually. Once I slipped, it was just... I don't think it was like going down a slide. I don't think your hip thinks it was all that smooth. No, no. <laughs> so um, I've got a nice, big, meaty bruise still on my hip it's taking <laughs> yeah. you know when you get a it's like it, it ended up being like a monkey bump like the size of a fist inside my hip oh, and so man. it literally hit, hurt to sit on it or put pressure on it for the whole week but you know it was livable though i wasn't like you know you weren't i didn't dying. have any cracks i didn't have any sprains it wasn't like you know exactly what went through my mind as i was pulling in where i was i was underneath the rock overhang and i was looking for kinder's plants again and then i heard him go oh oh yeah. Kind of like crap, 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 and I look around. Stop it! I'm like, I'm down. I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going. I look around and he's sliding, boom, 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 and I'm concerned that it's going to end in a broken arm, broken leg, hit his head. He's going to be unconscious when he hits the water. I'm diving in and saving him somehow. You know, it, it, all of that went through my head, and as soon as he 
He landed standing up, keeping his camera in the air. I thought, oh, okay, it's fine. Now I'm thinking, man, I wish I'd have filmed that. Mm. I wish I had that on camera. And then I go to step up, and I'm like, oh, I lost my slip, <laughs> slip, and then my camera dipped in for uh, a couple inches in the water. And that then, was uh, so disappointing, too, because you made it all the way down, right. keeping that camera above your head. He took the hit to the hip because he wasn't bracing his fall because he wanted to keep that camera safe. It was on a strap, one of those shoulder straps that you can slide it and keep it on your hip or pull yeah. it up to your chest. And so he couldn't just let it sit by its side. It would dunk itself for right. sure. Yeah. And so he had to hold it up, and he made it all the way down. He landed. He stopped. He told us that he's okay, and then he started stepping his way out. And just one step on a slippery rock, lost his balance, hunched over a little bit, and bloop, bloop, dunked. Dunked the 5D Mark Split III second. with a Tamron 15 to 30. Pretty yeah. much half of it went underwater, and half of the lens went underwater. And, oh, my heart I felt so bad. Immediately, I wanted to have him give it to me so that I could start drying it off with my long sleeve shirt so that I could pat it down quickly so it wouldn't rest on there while he worked his way out of the place. Mm. But you had to disconnect it, so it took a while, and it kept you know, shaking water around. But it is fine. Camera turned it out great. It never affected anything. Not a single button then. Not a single button seemed slow, no. laggy, didn't turn on. No, even my really cheap like um, aftermarket grip, my battery grip that's on there, I mean right. that. Dunked. Oh, you're right. You pulled the batteries out. That dunked, and the batteries are dry. Yeah, and I was like, this thing's not even tray. waterproof. But this thing's not even waterproof, and it's like, uh, it's totally fine. It was that fast of a dunk. It yeah. was just nothing. Yeah. Had you left it there for any amount of time, it would have soaked up water. So, and this is, I think, people, you know, forget about they. If people are clean freaks, you don't have to be a clean freak around professional cameras because they're already weather sealed. So the amount of dust and everything that else I've collected over the year. Of going out and doing, you know, astro nature photography on the desert, that dust actually probably in a lot of ways Are you about wicked to say what I think you're the saying? moisture away. It actually like because you know a protective layer. It was a dust. protective layer. It was a hydrophobic <laughs> layer of dust. People, hydrophobic. It works. Hey guys, there's water. Get it out of here. Yeah, all the dust is working together, protecting Brendan's gear. That's what happens. So it was uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hydrophobic dust. You were probably wondering, why am I letting this go on for so long? But man, at the end there, the nonsense about the hydrophobic dust that was keeping his camera safe. <laughs> That's kind of stuff that you're just not going to get on Photog Adventures anymore. Man, we're going to miss that kind of crazy theory as to why his camera was fine. <laughs> Let me go ahead and take our last break of the podcast and we'll come back and mention all the serious thoughts that Brendan had and we'll end this episode featuring some of his more serious pieces of advice, things that he learned and things that he loved doing with Photog Adventures. Before now, we did not have a two-night workshop at Crater Lake, but we do. It's not getting advertised up on the site quite yet. When you hear this podcast, I'll still be in Escalante, so keep looking for it. But if you're interested in joining us at the two-night workshop in Crater Lake, it's June 29th and June 30th. So that Saturday night and that Sunday night out at Crater Lake, we are going to do a two-night workshop teaching Milky Way photography out there on the rim, where you can get a nice panorama of the core and the Milky Way over Crater Lake. So if 
you think that sounds awesome, send an email to Aaron at PhotogAdventures.com. That's Aaron at PhotogAdventures.com. Send me an email now, get on the list. I'm only taking at most six, and we've already got two of those slots taken. So make sure you're one of those people taking advantage of this. There will not be another Crater Lake workshop the rest of this year. You would have to wait until 2020. So come join us now. Send me an email if you want to get on that list. Aaron at PhotogAdventures.com. Welcome back to the Photog Adventures podcast as it is today. Oh, it's going to be sad missing those funny moments that we have with Brendan. And now, you know, he wasn't just a funny goofball that was a co-host with me to entertain you guys. He had some good moments of advice and, and moments where he learned just getting out there and having a Photog Adventure of his own. He learned things. And we're going to start off this as if it's all serious. I end up teasing him a little bit and we tease the whole Ansel Adams situation where he called him Ansel. And this is a piece of advice from Ansel Adams that we talk about and Brendan expounds upon. And, you know, I love it. Ansel Adams has a quote. You know Ansel, the guy that we can't pronounce his name? We have a quote from him that will begin all of our what we learn from the treat. And this is a cool quote that I heard on the treat. There is nothing worse than a sharp image of a fuzzy concept. Mm. Don't <laughs> just say, really hmm. you got to tell hmm. us what you think that means in your own words. In my own words, I think that uh, I'm so tired. Um, I, feel, I feel kind of fuzzy right now. <laughs> yeah. My concept oh. is fuzzy. Let's there is see. nothing worse than fuzzy. <laughs> I, think what, I think what he's trying to, for me, he's trying to communicate that, you know, you're not just, we don't want to go out and just take pictures of pretty things. You know, pretty pictures are great, but are we trying to, is there a message behind this image? You know, is there is there a reason we're going to this place? Because for him, it was like a journey into the unknown. For him, he was discovering almost like a new world. You know, with his pictures, he would send them back to the East Coast. And these people were literally dumbfounded. They could not believe what they were seeing. And so it forced them to go and explore themselves, to, to imagine bigger things and to you know what I mean? So absolutely. And is, if that's our goal as photographers, then that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's kind of what I think I'm doing. I'm going to places that I've never explored before. I'm in awe and wonder of the things that I see when I go out, and uh, especially here in Utah and in, and in California, some of the national parks. It's amazing. They're national parks for a reason. And so, and he helped create those national parks and, and preserve those lands because of their incredible beauty and uh, he really and the told the story of their worth and so they thought right. we can't lose this right that was just episode 24 episode 24 he's already saying hmm you know sometimes he didn't have anything to say in reply and he just goes hmm Hmm. And in that short year, at that point of hitting episode 24, he had already done it so much that I'm like, hey, no, 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 don't just say, hmm, tell us more. And then he had some great points. And just, I love, I, I loved having him to bounce ideas like this off of. And it's going to be something I have to have co-hosts out there that jump in with me and I can drop ideas by and we'll talk about things. It's just so much more fun than doing a solo podcast. We've already heard from his what did he learn in 2016. Well, now we're going to hear from his what did he learn in 2017. And 2017, I, I included this because this is what he said he learned the most. It's not just a self, you know, look at me, Aaron King, because he actually learned something in 2017 thanks to some of the things that I did. And so this isn't just a self-congratulatory moment. It actually is what he said he learned the most in 2017. And so we learned composition and we learned all the stuff. And so, of course, the similar rules apply. So I never thought about composition composition the whole time taking pictures digitally so kind of became because came naturally yeah 
Yeah. So, so when you, you and I are just going out there and you're talking about composition all the time and I'm just like, I'm just taking pictures that look good and I'm applying <laughs> similar principles, but then about halfway through the year after, you know, your tutorials and, and watching you explain composition, especially the stuff you learned at Disney, I'm like, you know what? I am learning something a little bit here. This is awesome. Oh, that is really cool and to hear. So, um, because there's so many things that I wasn't doing and by changing the things that I did learn from you, a lot of stuff in the foreground I didn't have before. And so focusing mm. on a good foreground subject was like paramount to me. And that's what I really learned the most this year is getting something cool and attractive and a leading line and just focusing more on that and actually going out and intentionally doing that has made my landscape photography so much better. And before we end this, here's his comments about what went well in 2018, what he loved, and then he and I both wax poetic. What went well about 2018? Oh, man. Um, a lot of cool things did. I mean, we had some stellar, stellar photography um, at the beginning of the year with Milky Way stuff. We had a lot of fun light painting those rocks and mm -hmm. Escalante and doing workshops there. Um, that was really cool. Um, the trip to Faroe Islands was just monumentous. I mean, for me, it was one of the best, probably one of the best trips I've been on in my life. <laughs> you know, it's crazy I mean? to think, but it's probably true. Yeah, I mean, really, it has been. I mean, the fact that we spent two solid weeks at in that like general area between Iceland and Faroes and England, it was just amazing. It's just amazing. Um, photography wise, I mean, that's all obviously that was like travel wise. Photography wise, I think my processing has has gone up a notch. You know what I mean? Like just the fact that I've gotten better at taking pictures. And taking more exposures and mm -hmm. and experimenting more and and uh, you know trying things out and actually getting better at refining my skills, I think that's gotten better in twenty nine in twenty eighteen. Faroe Islands really is a cool experience. And I keep talking about the Crater Lake Workshop and trying to help you guys know that you can join us still and join us out there. Well, we have two two more slots for Faroe Islands this September. Without Brendan joining, we won't be having any more than four in our group. We have two taken already, two coming up. And so if you want to be one of those two and join me out on an adventure where we are going to see some really cool, cool stuff, come with me to Faroe Islands in September. It's beautiful, great weather. And if you enjoy chasing light that moves so fast because the clouds are zipping by, Faroe Islands is for you. So check out our workshop page over on photogadventures.com. It, it really was a monumental change in landscape photographer Brendan and I, and just a really cool, mostly undiscovered, as it's really getting overly discovered. And so this September may or may not be our last time out there. Now with Brendan not coming and the challenge of, of Faroe Islands, it's possible I don't have a place to squeeze it in next year. I'm still working on the dates for 2020's workshops. And so if you've always thought, I want to go out with Aaron and do this and just go to those places they've been showing because they're really cool, this is most likely your last chance. And so I hope you'll join me. We're out there for seven days. So come out with September in Faroe Islands. This last comment is one of those moments that you have to be there to really understand most likely. We've talked about it in the Nightscaper conference. We we mentioned it here and there. And people look at us like they get it. But I don't I don't think they really get how amazing it was. Even though it's just such a simple picture. I didn't do a lot of post processing on it and yet it turned out the way it did. 
there's those moments that if you get out there and go, you'll have experiences like this. And uh, it's cool. And Brendan, he loved it just as much as I did. What went well was that I took my favorite shot of all time. Mm. My favorite Milky oh, Way yeah. shot of all time. And I know what it is. Is from 2018. Mm-hmm. That June 2nd, Salt Flats Milky Way. I am boring you guys with that shot because no, I'm using I, dude, it everywhere I'm getting goosebumps I go. just thinking about it again. <laughs> Honestly, awesome. it, was, it was one of the best experiences <laughs> that we had. Just you and I out there. And just experiencing the full Milky Way in a brilliant, amazing reflection. It was just, it was, yeah. Standing on the mirror of the mirrored reflection of the Milky Way. Not it was like surreal. standing on the shoreline totally and seeing it reflect out there. Right. But standing on it, looking at my feet and seeing the Milky Way at my, at my toes. Yeah. Was an experience. It was. And the fact that the water was so thin yet so crystal clear and reflective. I mean, we didn't even go above the soles of our shoes. Mm. That's how thin it was, people. We're yeah. talking a quarter of an inch thick, you know, from the from this amazing salt flat. It was just, there's nothing like it. <sighs> nothing. Having him as a buddy in that picture, in that moment, is going to be a cool memento of this whole adventure the last three years. we really going to miss you, my friend. If you guys are messaging him any good wishes and want to say, hey, thanks, Brendan, for everything, Send him a message directly through Facebook. That'll be the easiest way to reach him. Don't go through any of our social media. He won't be able to get to it. He's been very busy, very engulfed in the challenge of helping his daughter get through this. So respect his family, respect his time. But if you have any direct messages of well-wishing, go ahead and hit him up. Just don't expect any reply. Don't expect any reply right now. It's going to be a long time before we hear more from Brendan. But I'm excited for Photog Adventures. You guys who are following along and really are worried possibly right now thinking that everything's going to change and be different, it is going to be different. It's going to be just Aaron King talking a lot of the episodes, but because it's only me, scheduling and everything like that, it's going to be a lot easier to be consistent. It's going to be a lot more simple with the work that we're doing. And like I mentioned in the beginning, we have cool episodes coming up. Not only do I have the pre-recorded episodes, I also have those patron-only interviews. You'll hear Brendan's voice. I'll bring in fun guests to talk with me as I do this. It's going to be a blast. Please keep joining me and celebrating Brendan Porter. And with the magic of editing, I wouldn't be doing this justice if I didn't go back and find this little clip. And even though Brendan isn't here right now to say goodbye to you guys, these are definitely the words that he would be saying right now if he could say goodbye to you guys on the podcast oh man just thanks guys for listening uh this has been a tremendous journey honored and grateful for your for your listens for your uh your participation and for your patronage uh thank you patrons you have made it possible for us to continue this podcast so thank you for your your support there it's been huge Um, without you guys it would have been really hard to keep going so we really appreciate your support And thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Really love you guys. Appreciate it. Have a great week and get out there and have a photog adventure of your own. Mm -hmm. See you.